This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Friday, January 31st. Good morning. I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. UK exits amid U.S. trade hopes. Trump campaigns on trade deals. And EPA restates Roundup safety amid settlement talks. As UK exits, Pompeo presses for trade pact. The British divorce from the European Union becomes official today. And the Trump administration is keeping the pressure on the U.K. to negotiate a free trade agreement with the U.S. Secretary of State Mike Pompeo was in London yesterday and he talked trade with both British Foreign Secretary Dominic Robb and Prime Minister Boris Johnson. Robb, in a joint press release with Pompeo, said there's a great opportunity for a free trade deal. It's great. ADM, U.S. to take China soy business from Brazil. Brazil will lose some of its soybean market in China as a result of the country's phase one trade deal with the U.S. That according to Archer Daniels Midland Chairman, President and CEO Juan Luciano. I do believe that China intends to comply with the phase one conditions of the deal, Luciano said yesterday in the company's quarterly earnings conference call. So in that sense, that has to come at the expense of Brazilian exports. I think within a certain degree, it's going to be a zero-sum game in which Brazil will export less and U.S. will export more to China. Keep in mind, Luciano stressed that Chinese demand is strong because the country needs feed to rebuild its swine herd because of the devastation of African swine fever. As primaries kick off, Trump appeals for rule vote. The presidential primary season kicks off Monday with the Iowa caucuses, and President Donald Trump is looking to keep his hold on the critical swing state and rule votes elsewhere. He kicked off a rally in Des Moines last night by touting his trade deals with China, Japan, Mexico, and Canada. He went into detail about how some commodities could benefit from sales to China and said emphatically that Europe would be next in line for a deal. President said, you're going to have to get bigger tractors and a hell of a lot more land, riffing one of his favorite lines about the China pact. At another point, he attacked the Green New Deal and Democratic efforts to address climate change. They want to kill our cows. They want to wipe out, totally, Iowa ethanol. Keep in mind, the leading Democratic candidates have voiced strong support for ethanol, but many are also promoting a long-term shift to electric vehicles. Democratic ag leaders in Iowa tried to counter the Trump rally. Tim Gannon, the party's state ag secretary nominee in 2018, told reporters that Trump's go-it-alone trade policy has unnecessarily forced farmers to rely on billions of dollars in federal trade aid. Trump and his surrogates are going to try to paint a rosy picture, but as the old saying goes, you can't put lipstick on a pig, he said. In the final days of the Iowa campaign, Former Agriculture Secretary Tom Vilsack is in the state rallying support for former Vice President Joe Biden. He's narrowly trailing Senator Bernie Sanders, according to the Real Clear Politics average of polls. In a boost to Bayer, EPA defends glyphosate safety. EPA is formally reasserting its earlier finding that glyphosate, the active ingredient in Roundup, is unlikely to cause cancer in humans and is if applied according to the label, safe for use. 
An interim decision issued by the agency will likely turn out to be EPA's final word on human health and ecological effects before it officially re-registers glyphosate. Keep in mind, the action comes at a critical point in negotiations between lawyers representing thousands of plaintiffs who allege exposure to Roundup caused their cancers and lawyers for Roundup Register and Bayer, which is defending itself from the lawsuits. The news would appear to strengthen Bayer's hand in negotiations. But EPA's conclusion on glyphosate may not fit neatly into discussions over the company's liability for Roundup exposure, which includes claims of failure to warn and negligence. By the way, EPA followed up its glyphosate announcement with another one yesterday on five widely used neonicotinoid pesticides. The agency's preliminary decisions include mitigation measures to reduce the risk to bees. Broadband funding auction likely later this year. The FCC is charging ahead with a $20.4 billion plan creating a two-phase reverse auction to build out rural broadband systems over the next decade. But the agency has yet to set a firm timeline for when the first auction will take place. FCC Chairman Ajit Pai said, We anticipate it will start later this year, but I can't give you a specific time frame at this point. He was speaking to a question from AgriPulse after the meeting yesterday. All three Republican commissioners voted in favor of the plan, while the two Democrats supported it with reservations. The Democrats say they understand the need for access to rural broadband, but argue the agency should move forward with the plan once the broadband data maps more accurately depict who is and who isn't being served already. New position limits divide regulators. The Commodity Futures Trading Commission is moving forward with new position limits and trader exemptions despite strong pushback from Democrats. The new proposal, which one commission's GOP-appointed majority advanced on a 3-2 to two vote yesterday, reflects the sharp divisions that have surrounded the issue since passage of the Dodd-Frank law a decade ago. Senator Debbie Stabenow, the top Democrat of the Senate Ag Committee, immediately called on the commission to strengthen the proposal. When Wall Street speculators meddle in our markets, consumers pay the price, she said. Unfortunately, this proposal fails to add necessary protections for consumers and our markets. Commissioner Ross Benham, a former Democratic aide to the Ag Committee, said the proposal defers excessively to commodity exchanges to regulate trading. CFTC Chairman Heath Tarbert said the proposal represents a pragmatic approach. Here's today's He Said It. In approximately 78 hours, the Kansas City Chiefs will play in their first Super Bowl in 50 years. Since Lynn Dawson was spotted smoking a cigarette and drinking a fresca on a folding chair during halftime. Kansas City native and FCC chairman Ajit Pai during a press conference yesterday. Well, that's Daybreak for this Friday, January 31st. Brought to you by Watkinson Miller and Dairy Management Incorporated. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Chuck Alley.